Welcome to the Deep Dive, the Live Dive. How are you, Mr. Smith? I'm good, Trent, mate. How are you doing? Oh, I'm getting there. We have just got through the last set of finals. We're going to do a bit of a a finals review tonight and then a little bit of a a prelim preview, which is a pre-pre. Pre-pre. A pre-pre. And then we're going to do a bit of news and obviously a bit of uh, tribunal analysis. Fair bit has just gone. Just two or three things at the two, tribunal. A couple of two. things. Yeah, a bit of, bit of news has happened in the yep. past week. And obviously a couple of big games happened over the weekend as well. So yep. I look forward to having a chat about that. We will. Uh, so let's start, I reckon, with a big thanks to Hopster Home. Hopster Home is a craft beer delivery service. They deliver craft beer across the country. Uh, they pick craft beer fresh into cans and put it into packs and deliver it across the country. So Victorian based business, but they do pick up beers from all across Australia, put them into packs, get them fresh, get them out to your door. We've had packs come to our doors and they've been to a, well, often like four or five days after a brew, which is pretty wild. Which is wild, yeah. yeah. I know I mean, we're so in Melbourne, but you, you, even if you're in, you know, a retailer, Timbuktu, you're getting, you know, but even maybe re- seven days. Yeah, well, that's retailers exactly, yeah. might get them in within a week. Best case. So we get the best case before best case. Exactly. So it's good if you're into beers, get onto them. Uh, AFL Deep Dive yep. will give you uh, 25 beans off, off your the first, first pack, pack, which is and, uh, dirt cheap. Tens and packs of 20s. Cheaper than VB, which is very bad. So definitely get on that one because it's very good. Yeah, and also big cheerios to our mate Ed. Oh mate Ed in the corner. Oh my, oh my dinners would. in the corner. <laughs> Loves it. Uh, he's on the computer. Um, also, we got to get him a mic. Very like Joe Rogan, Jamie style. I was thinking he, he, can, he can like chim in at bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can like clarify conspiracy theories for us in yeah. the corner and bring up like images and stuff. Very Rogan style. Fact check for yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, big thanks to Google as well for helping us out in the last little bit um, as yeah. a sponsor on board uh, with Google Vote. Definitely type Google Vote into Google. Um, you can vote for the best player, and they're still continuing that through the finals. Um, definitely, you know, throughout the the Friday night game coming up, type Google Vote into Google, and you can vote for the player throughout that game. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, it's awesome. It's Absolutely. great, and it's really well integrated into the search engine. Um, you can click on the on the player of the round and um, go from there. Absolutely, and it's um, definitely going to be something. I think Google are going to flash out into next year into twenty twenty. Absolutely, uh, where it feels very future. We're heading to twenty twenty. I know exactly right. Talking Crazy about times. talking about moving into the future. Well, it's not really future, but if you've got any questions, Add. feel free to um, Facebook, Facebook us, and do, do all it. that type of stuff. Type it in the search engine. If you're watching us, you can you can question us. Yeah, uh, let's go to some news because that's a little, kind of the little bit of news. Two or three news, a couple of things happened um, this week. Well, there's well, there's quite a lot with? in terms of like, so I guess to get it out of the way, in terms of free agency, we've really been of the view that you know covering a lot of these like ongoing chats and conversations between player managers and players and clubs is, is really a waste of time because nothing is official. I mean, Higgins did sign, so that that's, that, that's happened. Yep. Um, Goldstein, Goldstein as well. So that, that there were two that Geelong were obviously sniffing at and that didn't happen. But so, we still don't know. There's and so much unknown. Doesn't, Joe, Dan, exactly, a prime yeah. example. Nobody knows except Joe. No, and moment, there's, so why talk about it? Exactly. And there are a lot of things in terms of free agency that we simply don't know. Yeah. Like there'd be heaps of things that we have absolutely no idea and players that we, we think are completely safe that are on the table. Yeah. So th- there'd be definitely stuff that's going to happen in the next few weeks that's completely unseen. So I think right now it's better off not talking about it because we simply don't know. Yeah, and, and all the players that have, have signed that we thought we're going to go elsewhere, we'll talk about it. We'll just do it collectively once we've got a better picture of it. Yeah. And, and likewise, with all the other things that are happening outside that is news but we're going to talk about with the tribunal. We'll do that separate. So we won't talk about no uh, the the two big players um, that got suspended um, until we talk about the tribunal. We'll just talk about news that's been relevant in the last week. So do we want to start with the Don Pike? Yeah, let's do Pike, I reckon. So yeah, free agency, shoot some questions through and we can answer them as best as we can. But we're really not obviously going to be able to give too much concrete stuff. And we're not going to dedicate too much time. Like if yes. you look at... You know, SCN at the moment is dedicating massive amounts of time to free agency. We simply don't know. No, we've got games so, of football to talk about. Well, exactly. We'd rather talk about the game, but also there's some news to talk about. So let's talk about Don Pike. So big thing that happened uh, in the time we were last on the Facebook air was uh, Don Pike resigned. 
uh, or Huge. quit or well, I mean, yeah, yeah handed a whatever a, a golden egg to leave or who knows. Well, because it was during the review, so we simply don't know. But the, the reality is, he's gone. Um, I guess how do we feel about that situation in relation to to them and what's uh, happened? Look, he, I don't think again. I'm guessing here because I've got nothing to do with Adelaide Football Club. I felt I think the way he handled himself was first class, first and foremost. I think he feels that he couldn't take this playing list any further. Yeah. But I, part of me in the background thinks he didn't have the full support of the board no. and half the playing list and as a minimum. that they, they weren't there playing for him. No. I think there was a handful of the senior players that have been there since he took over. Um, and it's been a tough trot for the Adelaide Crows the last five years. They, they almost got to the penultimate... Um, but yeah, look, if on the surface, even if 80% of the reasons he's given for leaving are the real reasons, I think hats off to him and, and well done. And he's been a consummate uh, professional in every way. I, 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 it's sad that he's not going to be there. Yeah. But I, mean, I hope he gets an opportunity to coach again somewhere else. So. Unless he was the one that put the blindfolds on at the camp. he's He's been pretty good. Pretty sure it wasn't him. We assume not. Assume, yeah. No, I'm being no, no. stupid. I know you are, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I, ultimately with Pike, I mean, obviously, like, you have to almost separate it. Like, in terms of Adelaide, like, obviously they've made some massive mistakes and it's been good to see some of the hierarchy come out this week and, and try and own that. Yeah. Uh, which is great to see because they were denying the camp even happened for, for so quite long. quite a period of time. So and players that, went, no, it happened. No, it happened. I was and, like, oh, hang we on. Got, and we got molested. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> they didn't feel was, like they were welcome or something. It was full-blown Michael Jackson yeah. and then no. It was pretty bad. So there was no, no, there was bad things that happened. And um, basically, yeah. I mean, I think with Pike, it's, it's probably good that he departs and there's no more... Um, you know, I think it's probably time for some fresh air, really, given well, all the yeah, things that happened. It's almost like that clean cut. swipes the slate clean a little but, bit. Yeah, I think Rashido probably needs to go as well. And, and I think, you know, he, I think we really need a full clean cut, to be honest. He... There's, all the hierarchy's been problematic, really. Yeah, um, as much as I loved him as a player... Amazing player. And even when he was doing a little bit of commentary, I, I actually think he's too invested in the Adelaide Crows to be an unbiased board member I, I, he looks at it still from a, a player's perspective which can be good but I, I don't think or off, from the outside it looks like he's not seeing the bigger picture and some of the reactions to that he's given for who's the coach in waiting and all that type of stuff I, it's a little bit juvenile for my, for my liking and yeah I don't know I think the most there's like, something big has got to happen in it uh, at the there needs to be because some because the last top couple of years have been horrible for him have been average yeah well the fact that players want to leave after well, they made a grand final two years ago yeah it sounds like there's going to be quite a few they're going to have to try pretty hard to keep them <laughs> yeah. I think the big thing with Pike for me is it was pretty interesting in his press conference how much he talked about how under pressure coaches are um, he really raised a few points in that press conference that made me think wow that's yeah, things haven't been going very good over there. Absolutely, and like it was pretty kind of like white flag stuff. Like it was just don't I'm pretty it. happy to be get get yeah, out, and get this, out. this was no good. Go like go and coach a country club. Somewhere. I don't know. Like yeah. it was yeah, it was pretty a little bit alarming. I would have thought the AFL would be looking at that and thinking this is uh, not good from a mental health perspective. Like this guy's like basically sitting there saying in a press conference after he's resigned a major job. Sitting there and saying, "Oh, you know, it's it's not ideal inside," and blah blah blah, like, and then it's not good. And then you've got Ratten uh, coming out and saying it's a one and a half person job, the senior coach. Exactly. So that back they've already up. they're already getting uh, the AFL have already started to um, put a lot of resources into player management. They're going to have to do coach management. Now. Yeah. If that's the case, because unless you're in that really top echelon of the elite of elites in the AFL where you've got media scrutiny all the time you can just be a player and do your bit um, but we've already seen Buddy Franklin left Hawthorne to get out of the bubble and a lot of players live in Victoria live down around the well assume, assume it sounds like down in the Brighton area because nobody there really cares No, if you're a celebrity or football or whatever people just got their own stuff to go on with so you can live 
quite uh, unobtrusive, but if you live somewhere out in the eastern suburbs or the, just a normal suburban town, you get picked out. Oh, there's a football. Yeah. Hassled and it becomes a lot, lot more pressure. So. Um, so that's that situation. I mean, they haven't confirmed a coach yet, so we can't really comment on the successor, obviously. But I think, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty interesting situation. They really need to... I know the review's meant to end before the trade period, and apparently it's basically done, so it'll only be a few more days until we find out the results of that review. Yeah. So we probably will find out, I'd imagine, by the end of this week or early next. So I think that's a good As thing. As a coach... Well, well, in terms of the review results. Oh, the review results. So apparently they they will come out and, and recommend to the board what they think. So Dunstall and, and that. I, I don't know how involved Dunstall's been in this review anymore because of obviously everything that's happened with Danny Frawley. But because I can't imagine he's been too involved in it given how much he's been tied to Melbourne and what's going on. But the, the, the people that have been conducting the review, my understanding is it will finish soon. So in the well, next like... 72 hours like yeah quite you'd think it'd have to well they have now. to because they have well, to they get, haven't even put a group of a subcommittee no. together and you can't to recruit players when they have no idea who the coach is like that well we, they can't we, get a coach until exactly. they put a, well, a board a subcommittee of well that, that's why they they, yeah. they they made the move on Bolton because they wanted to have at, at Carlton I think very much because they, they've got a big chance of pulling free agents this year yep. they really wanted to get it done have a coach locked in that's, I think it's a big reason they pulled the trigger. Have oh, it done, absolutely. get a coach in there quickly so that hopefully that coach is half decent and then they can go after players. And it looks like they're going to get Jack Martin. looks like they're going to get a whole range of players, which and, is great. And when we talk oh, about I, the next I, bit of news... It, uh, not great for out. Bolton, but uh, it has to... Unfortunately, like it's got to get done. It's a cutthroat game. Yeah, and, that's, and we'll get to the next part of the news in a sec, but I reckon that's a large reason why the SM Football Club have done what they've done is yeah. to safeguard Adelaide from taking... Rutten. Yeah. Because obviously he played there and was a, a stalwart in their back line. On my truck. Yeah. And obviously, um, yeah, we'll get into that in a sec. But yeah, absolutely. So it's it's going to be a tough, Pretty interesting, tough, tough yeah. couple of months. Again, continuing a, a horror year for the Adelaide Crows. Exactly, yeah. So hopefully, well, well hopefully. I mean, it'll be fascinating to see what's going to happen from here. The other thing's Essendon. So going to, to old mate truck. So now, worst fault... Uh, has said that 2020 will be his last year, which I think we, you and I both knew this was absolutely going to happen. Uh, it's been... So if people aren't aware of this, and I've heard a few people say that that can't be right, but this is true. John Worsfold's family live in WA, and he lives here coaching Essendon, yeah. quite literally, and he goes back and forth when he can. When he can. Which must be extremely rarely. So it yeah. sounds like, like his family's basically like... Do you Get want back to, do you want to be part of the family? family or yeah and which is it's great in, in that sense because and he's never going to think about it when pe- being interviewed a few weeks ago and the media assume that they look into the words that have been said that it, oh you're going to be a coach Vesson next year says so absolutely what else is he going to say so then they that's implied that the family's going to move over and he's going to be there for long term another 5, 10, 15 yeah. years. But that's all implied. He never explicitly said that his family's moving over and he's here for the next 5 or 10 years. No. And I'd be surprised if there's any information that relates to that because he's been around for a long time. He's actually the, the most experienced coach in the AFL at the moment. He knows how to deal with the media. He is, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, together, I mean, yeah. And I liked uh, watching 360 yesterday. I liked how Robbo brought up, well, as everyone thought about... Oh, Robbo. Well, just the, 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 the issues... The that drunkenness may, of it. Yeah, the drunkenness of it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the extra whiskey that might be involved here. Um, that Take Essen, my glasses if, off. If, if, Essen win a, if Essendon win a flag next year, <laughs> do they say, sorry, ruts? Hold off. Well, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Succession plans are full of danger, aren't they? They but are. It's, but at least it's only the one year. At least it's clear. It's not the Buckley thing where it's yeah. quite a bit of time and then and Old Mate comes to, in and Old Mate. It would have to be a big turnaround for Essen. Not that they can't. Well, yeah. Not that they can't. It would be a massive turnaround for them to go from where they They'd are to want to do well in this the trade year too. to win a flag next year. And if it does happen, well, I'm sure Ben Rutten's going to be okay with 
an extra. But who knows? They want to pick up that Joe Danaher player well, who really kind of offensively do absolutely. quite well. Well, Wusher, Wusher, he may, his hands might be tied. His wife maybe. The, the Wush like, might be tied. You're coming home, sunshine. Well, I reckon he's, he's coming home regardless. Yeah, I, and look, we'll wait and see how it pans out. But I, I personally, from an outsider's perspective, think it was the right decision from Essendon as a as a team and club hmm. to safeguard Ben Rutten from being poached elsewhere. I think he's a ready. He, he's a coach that's going to do go extremely well. The boys at Richmond love him. Uh, they wish he had a stayed there as an assistant. So yeah, that's the, that's the huge. That, yeah. that is huge. So that's huge. Um, sort of accolades for him already, and he hasn't. On my truck. Flown, well, he's flown under the radar as a well, I, I, for If you said to clubs. me, "Oh, my truck Rutten's going to be a truck Rutten, truck Rutten is going to be coaching," I'd say, "Beep beep." I'd say that's probably not happening. But yeah. two beeps for no. But I. So he's, he's got not, he's got yeah, everything. He, he must have a lot of internal. Uh, uh, things that's, that's coming for him, but... which is good and yeah, good on Essen for making the call. They made the call on Wisher a couple of weeks ago. He's coaching next year. Everyone's like, "Well, what about after?" And this has come out. Look, so, at least it's cleaned think, up. There's well, no kind it. of like Wisher sack, Wisher no sack. Not like Adelaide, who knows what's going on in Adelaide? It was. Oh, well, mate, resigned. That's how bad it's gone there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, but we don't Jana know. Because I want to get out of the hell out of here. Yeah. Hiroshima, here it comes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's um, that's the kind of two probably bigger bits of news yep. outside of the game that, d- that directly affects the matches, yeah. I think. That, that you can't... Like, they've got to be the probably two bigger things. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Until we get into the whole tribunal. Yeah, there's, there's stuff, other things, is... but they're, they're the probably more major ones. So yeah. let, let's get into the tribunal with, with that. Um, so I think let's start with Tom Hawkins because I think this discussion is probably a little bit quicker and a little bit easier. Um well, maybe not. Well, you and I have actually barely discussed this. So, what what do you think? You start. What do you think? Let's start with Tom Hawkins. How do you feel about Tom Hawkins? I'm like most of the people that have commented on it. It's an issue in his game. Yeah. And he just Which needs, it has been for a while. And he needs to stop doing it. I don't care how remorseful he is right there and then. And because that's obviously something mentally going on during the game that he's not getting his physical frustration out somewhere else. Like, I don't know whether the game's changed so much from when he started that he can't sort of bollock uh, a defender one-on-one as much as he used to be able to. So, therefore, if he gets caught out of position and he's got to try and make a lead, he does this stuff. But it's happened a fair bit. When I looked at his rap sheet, it's not five or six times. It's like 10 or 12 times he's been reprimanded and loves a bit of an elbow. Loves the elbow. Yeah, so he's got this innocent uh, country pretty boy face but he's coming across as a little bit thuggish because it's off the play his incidents are mostly off the play it's only been a couple and he's been the first of a number of times for new rules that have come in uh, he, got, he got what he deserved nothing more nothing less um, and everyone's admitted to it even his coach pretty much admitted to it and yeah well, that's why I think we start with it because it's relatively yeah. easy I think he um, yeah big obviously massive but I completely agree um, for anyone that thinks it's it's during play. Uh, I think you need to revisit the footage because it's it's way that way, particular instance way off. The it's game. way off the play. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what anyone's saying. Like that that's pretty ludicrous. The, this 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 kind of and it's not just a long Twitter that's putting forward that argument. It's real crazy Twitter like putting forward this ridiculous yeah. argument that it's it's during play. Like what what game did you watch? Like the one I saw. It's, he, it, it's way off the ball. Yeah. So unless you're it, within. Like two or three meters it's, of it's where the ball miles is. away from the radius. Yeah. That's not actually in the play. Um, shepherding can be a little bit further, like ten meters. But even saying, saying that, who cares? Even if it's near the play, he almost punched a guy in the head. Could have killed him. Could have knocked him out. Could anything could have happened? Is that we're talking centimeters here? Up, down, back up. Like it's here. Like, I, there's no condoning it. He's lucky that he didn't get more weeks, to be honest. Chardonnay smells pretty good. Yeah, Chardonnay's good. So, uh, I, I just... I just <laughs> apologies this to our producer for the dripping. This incident and the, one, <laughs> the other one we're talking about, I just... Yeah, the AFL's... Because of these incidences, the AFL's going to be changing the rules again and they're going to be coming well, really hard on. But it's just frustrating because it's like, well... One of the great footballers of our era... <laughs> We're going to see in a prelim. Well, the AFL is probably rubbing their hands because the reality of what this means is that, I mean, I don't want to kind of you know jump the gun, but it does feel that with 
Hawkins out, and we will get to Green in a minute, and then Whitfield as well, with three very top players of those two clubs. I mean, it, the yeah. AFL's thinking, ha ha, how good is this Richmond, Richmond Collingwood Grand Final? And that, and that's and that's probably what they want anyway. So, but I don't know. I'm not trying to push it. No, and we can't go down. Peddle a conspiracy, but I, I do think that ultimately we're in a situation where I, I just don't think that that he should be playing if he's going to be hitting people off the ball. No. And, and and the fist, people talk about clenched fist, no clenched fist, when you watch that footage. It's clenched enough when it hits and it was reckless. It was low to medium impact. Yes, he played on, but by the letter of the law, he was down for a while. Yes, he played on, but he looked shook when yeah, he, he got, got up. He got him in the jaw, not in the temple. It could have been, but also yeah, like another angle, he could have taken the jaw, jaw out. out. And that's, that's and we've seen what can happen. Can there. happen. Well, yeah, gaff Dive. style. Speaking of West yeah. Coast, so exactly. So there's a whole range of things that it can happen. So I, I think that was very, very poor. Uh, I think there was absolute idiocy when it's so deep in the year. I know it's a physical. I know Geelong wanted to bring a physical brand into that game, and yeah. that was something that had been missing more recently. Everybody had talked about how. Oh, they go too wide. They played the G like, you know, uh, GMH, blah, blah, blah. And we all said that. But I, 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 yeah, and they moved the ball too slow and all that stuff. But yes, they were not physical enough. And I see that. But at the same time, like, there's physical and there's beating other players. And that's not being that was just stupid. That's just being stupid. It was just idiocy. So two, two points for me. First of all, um, this calls for the need to be a bit more lenient on the side bump. To, so that players can be physical in a much more controlled effort to stop their opponent. Yeah. Obviously, there's other things to consider. Obviously, the the grounds need to be like looking like bowling greens all the time. So they're going to be harder. So yeah. that stops the AFL from saying that's a good thing to do because if it's the second it's the second hit on the ground that is uh, more compelling. So. Mm. I'm not saying bring back the bump. I'm just saying there's an there's an argument that it's less um, likely to cause injuries because flight players a get to be a bit physical and they're not resorting to this other stuff to uh, get one up on their opponent. You can't do that though. No, I know, yeah. I know. I, I, in, but there, there seems to be more of these incidences because there's well, the people, level of physicality out of AFL yeah. is almost ten percent of what it used to be. Even five years ago, because you can't do this, you can't do that. You got to play keepings off and and whatnot. So but, they're resorting to millimeters of being on the border of getting away with stuff. Uh, Gary Ablett got away with two incidences this year. Trent Cotchin. Trent, yeah, all these. <laughs> that, that Tom that, Mitchell last yeah. year got away with punching a guy that's twice his height in the head. That's and Brown yeah. Like there's these little things because they can't get their aggression out in a. Legal That's the way, game, but yeah. the legal ways of being physical have been taken away from them. You can't even tackle properly anymore. You've got to be yeah. careful of how and you that's tackle the problem. And, all that type and of that's no, yeah. yeah. So I, I think you and I definitely agree on this. I think the players that play on the edge find it almost impossible to play the way they play. Yeah, and if they do, they're not as effective. Well, they're at extreme to... risk of being suspended. Yeah, they can't like be, extreme risk. They can't have the influence on the game that they would use to. No, and the yeah. AFL shot themselves in the foot by not suspending anybody for so long since July. That was a mistake, really, yeah. kind of going soft as for a while. They're thinking, oh, water style made fines, and then, oh, hang on. But just even, the, just even the rules, of so many of them are vague. There's so much grey... There's not a- there is still too much grey. I mean, the whole idea with Hawking coming in that he would clean that up. Anyway, so that, yeah, anyway, that's yeah. that's Hawkins. That's Hawkins. And we're kind of getting into the minutia here, but, but that's, it does no it works it into does it. Go yeah, into and we we will we will exactly we will bend very grey area. Ex- well, exactly. So I think Hawkins for both of us probably deserved the week. And I don't think there's too many arguments out there in the football world I about it. I can't think... I mean, I'm sure there would be, but Some I Geelong think supporters, Geelong yeah. supporters, and crazy people. But I think that's probably fair enough. Uh, someone said to me the other day, "Do you think you deserve two weeks?" And I thought, "No, because then that means a grand final." And I think, I, th- I, I think that's just too harsh for me. I think that's too much. I think to get to a, you know, to miss a granny if they if they make it, yeah, I think's too much. Yeah, it, um, it was 
Was it Barry Hall built killed somebody it and that didn't happen. Ma- was it Schofield or Maston that he hit? I can't remember. But who? Uh, Schofield. Schofield. If Schofield was a John boy as well. Yeah, by if Schofield didn't return onto the field, then it, you're looking at two or three weeks. But because he returned, the impact gets reduced, so you can't make it worse off than it was. And I don't think he'd get two weeks even during the during the season for that. You get a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's let's pivot now into the next thing within tribunal though. So yeah, um, the other the, thing the is modern day, to- yeah. Toby Green. So the modern day Dermot Brown. Yeah. So Toby Green, uh, a, a dirty rat. No, I'm joking. So Toby Green uh, murders people. No, well, I'm sort of being serious. He so he, he did the he same. Plays on a so basically, very he did, fine, fine line well, between what's acceptable. There's fine line, not. and then there's there's green lines. He yeah. did the same thing again, but I actually so I I I watched the incidents again recently. I think week one we'll compare the two. So week one's Bontebelli, yeah, and week two is uh, uh, what we're talking about now. I think the Bontebelli thing is more serious. I think he quite clearly uh, pulls the face underneath like this and then pushes his head into the ground and pulls the hair and he seems significantly more aggressive. The other one, I mean, it's it's become AFL grassy knoll. Like I saw, well, from what I saw, I'm not sure what, what a lot of people are saying. From the footage that I saw, there was clear vision of Lockie Neal on the bottom part of the tackle could Green know what's going on? I don't know. That's a hard part, but he clearly gets contact with the eyes. Yeah. I, yeah. Unfortunately, we're humans, and by the letter of the law, these two incidences, according to the AFL, need to be looked at separately. Regardless of the player, they need to be looked at separately. And everyone's heard this before. I'm just going to reiterate that will never happen because A, of the player, and B, it's two weeks in a row. You brought up a good point, and I have barely heard any of it mentioned. Everyone's talking about the face, fingers, near the eyes, and all that type of stuff. The Bontempelli thing, he should have got reported and suspended Without for one doubt. week. No, not because of the fingers near the face. He the shouldn't have been he grabbed playing. his head no, no. and... Pushed into the ground. the ground. So that's high. He grabs his hair contact. and pushes it into the ground. And yeah, if he you does. Wa- if watch you watch, it. watch the it replay again, it's in there. The yeah. other thing was, he looks up and, oh, there's nobody watching. Does it again. And then that's when he goes down and yeah. it becomes quite physical, whereas it's a bit harder. I, 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 don't, I don't agree with the one-match suspension for this incident, but it had to be upheld because of what happened last week. But then do you agree that the AFL can... They made a wrong decision last because week. Because I they agree. I agree. But this year they said that with the tribunal, they would not judge on past incidents. That's what and I mean. The problem and that's is, the problem. Yeah, that and that's is the, the biggest problem. Okay, so Because we're, this incident was... A we fine. haven't discussed this, so that's yeah. why we kind of... Yeah. yeah. What happened, and I agree with, uh, I think it was... Kane or Chad Corn, I think it was Kane Corn who said there's a witch hunt. Be it's Kane. not sort of witch hunt. Wouldn't be Chad. No. Um, <laughs> this incident, he should never it's have safely done it. say it's yeah. Kane. It should never have happened. And the I fact think witch hunt's harsh. Yeah, it's a bit over the top. That's not what's going on. But he, Toby Green should have never been playing on the weekend, and therefore no. they wouldn't have won well, the game. Well, he's AFL so. shock jock, so that's not. That, yeah, that's the reality. Um, but I don't think. And yeah, the AFL had no. They literally hands were almost tied because you've got young. It's damned if you damned if you don't. Yeah, young influencers. They made a mistake. They couldn't go backwards, back. so they went. Yeah, yeah and obviously you can't allow that because the impact to lower leagues. The first time was aggressive as hell. I couldn't. I could not believe the amount of people that were saying this is outrageous. Too much money, blah blah blah. Too big of a fine. Are you joking? It's seven and a half thousand. Cl- it's nothing. Well, it's not even guys. a match payment. But regardless yeah. of that, he should not have. He, he should have been playing. That should not have happened. He should have been suspended. One thousand percent should have been suspended. If this- Watch that incident. If that happened to your son and you, you you're in local league and your son's being pushed around like that and right. had his head bashed into the ground. Are you okay with that? Are you okay no. with a fine? No. If that, that, had that happened, was absolutely ridiculous. If that happened in soccer, it'd be three weeks <sighs> and and 
tens of thousands of dollars get, get sent off and triple. Yeah, they'd everything. be seven weeks, uh, seven games. So they'd be massive. This you, is you get Draymond. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it would be over the top. You, you do not put, first of all, you don't put your fingers in eye. You do not pull someone's hair. Mm. Um, there's, there's just certain rules. Well, it's cooked. Like, it's anyway, cooked. So um, that, that he's got a week. He's going to go into appeal. He may or may it not It won't happen. Off. I'd be it shocked if they let it go. Yeah, they, they can't. They're, they're, they're doing it because they've got to allow appeal, but the AFL will be absolutely... Like, staunch in this very rarely through an 15, appeal does it go backwards the fact that it was a 15 minute um, deliberation on the, it doesn't take 15 minutes they're doing that so they can justify giving him that extra week and holding it up because it was inconclusive um, Lockie Neal didn't say anything damning in fact he said anything in support of um, the incident to get off it so it's just a bit of a farce and the AFL will obviously have to change the way it's worded around this type of incident moving forward because can't have this happen again. Again, amateur hour for the AFL. Yeah, embarrassing. Embarrassing, really. yep. Um, um, I, I, look, part of me wants Toby Green to be playing because... Of course I want to play, but I don't want him to be a bloody idiot but he and needs, keep constantly doing the same yeah. thing where in packs, he's going for people's eyes. Oh, absolutely. That's what's happening. In a pack, he is aggressively trying to gouge a player. Yeah. He hasn't done it, but he is well, very not, close to doing well, it on multiple kick, occasions. Well, he's not allowed to kick people in the head anymore. Oh, exactly. He can't fly, kick people in the face. Yeah. But now he gouges his eyes. And he doesn't need to. Who is this psycho? He doesn't need to do it. That's the thing. He's feels so like a wrestling skillful. villain. Like all this stuff. Like it's like, who is this lunatic? Anyway, so that's... Anyway, yeah. Before that's we, green. Before we lose our shit on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I better throw a chair. Yeah. Wrestling style. <laughs> but no, but honestly, that like we could, we could do the full hour... On green because that there is so yeah. much that there we could dissect the angles and really deep dive. Yeah, but I think ultimately it's been done. I, I think he should have been suspended the previous week. I think it's pretty borderline suspension this week, possible given that he went for the eye. From what I saw, it was lucky. Well, it's hard to overturn. It was lucky went, that Neil yeah. had his eyes shut when he went like that because yeah. you can see that clear vision. Of him going like that, and I, yeah. from what I saw, that's shifty. And given his history, but the problem is, you're not meant to factor the history and blah blah blah. No. Anyway, but so that do. that's the green. We do. And um, let's keep moving. So we need to get into the semi-finals review. Um, we're going to talk about some games now. Uh, what yeah. Do we, what do we think about the semi-finals? So oh, we had, like two of the best games all year. Amazing. Yeah, games, they were yeah. really, really look. It's, it's frustrated as you and I have been right up. During the season, yeah, it's been worth the wait to see two games like yeah, this. Yeah, pro- probably. I think for me, it has been anyway. Yeah. I, I thought they were really, really um, well th- thought out games by the coaches. I think the players were all, all on song. They that's the thing. I get when it's cutthroat, you, it brings out the competitive beast in every player, and yeah. um, and you get really good football from from that. Obviously, the conditions were pretty good as well. That helped, and it was just enjoyable just to watch. Two cracking games. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, in terms of the first half of Richmond, Brisbane, and bits and pieces of other games, I don't think this has been a good final series at all. No. Um, but this, these two games were very good. So on the Friday night, Friday the 13th, 13th of September, Cats versus the Eagles, 88 to 68. Cats by 20 points. Yeah, I mean, look, Cats were amazing start, fantastic first quarter. Uh, obviously, really put them back initially. Um, they made them aerially look poor. They restricted their marking, which is exactly what you need to do against the Eagles. Yeah, um, they made it very difficult for the Eagles to score as well. Fantastic defense from the Cats, and offensively, they're amazing as well. This this is the Cats we've been waiting for. Well, this is the Cats we saw for the first eight weeks of the season. Yeah, uh, ironically, since waiting. The- yeah, ironically, since the buy, they're still going win loss, win loss, win loss, all the way through to this uh, current game that they've just won. And look, quite balanced team approach. Um, they they stifled, they they moved the ball quickly. They just didn't allow West Coast to settle and play their type of game. I think I saw a five to ten minute period where West Coast got it on their terms. Yeah. And really quickly, Geelong were able to just shuffle some things around and make the adjustments they needed to get it back to a bit more manic. And at both ends where, I mean, West Coast have got players all over the park, but obviously 
Uh, they can either set up from defence really well or their attack can just annihilate teams. Geelong just didn't allow them to do it at either end. And yeah. Obviously, the midfields are both pretty even. Um, so that was always going to be sort of 50-50 in my eyes anyway. But yeah, Ge- Geelong's defence and Geelong's offence were, were able to get... It was a great balance, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, and the thing about it is the danger field was fantastic in the back end of the game, but earlier on in the game, it probably wasn't amazing, which was crazy to see a game where Geelong were dominating, and yet Ablett, Dangerfield, and Kelly particularly were not huge parts of that game, which was yeah, huge. Ablett was see. really good in that first quarter. Yeah, I well, I'm talk- yeah, exactly. But then it, then it kind then of tape it off, tape a, it off bit. a bit. Yeah. But in terms of the bulk of the game, it was amazing to see them win without huge pieces from Kelly or Danger particularly. Yeah, I mean, Danger was obviously great in the back half, or back quarter really, but... Yeah, quarter and a bit. He, uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've seen a player for, for such an extended period of time, because it was a good 30 to 40 minutes, that wanted the football like a hundred times more than anyone else on the field. He yeah. just launched everything. Uh, it's a shame that he doesn't have his kicking radar on still. Um, he had that for one game against Hawthorne a couple of years ago. Once. Yeah, it, it'd be great because... Round one. Because he's coming up this weekend, and we'll get into it in a bit more, just touch on it against a, a midfielder that is just almost as damaging in the midfield, but can go forward and kick goals in Dusty. And if danger can do something like that. Um, even if only kicks three or four goals, it's going to be uh, a take, go a long way to the Cats being super competitive and maybe even upsetting the Teagues. Yeah. Get back to this game, though. I thought it was great to see Selwood spend majority well, of time Well, he was incredible. Midfield. I mean, it was the best game I've seen Selwood play for years, years really. Yeah, I, so I think, without a doubt, it was astonishing from start to finish. Yeah, and he's, he's just a better player when there's blood gushing from his head. Yeah, there's some he, players like that. Him and he bleeds just, everywhere. Yeah, and if, just gets them. If he bleeds, you can't kill him. No, and and then the teammates sniff it and say, like, "Oh, let's get on for the kill." He's a freak. Not him. They go to the opposition. No. So no, really, really good op. Um, Big fan of Atkins as well. Hager was Atkins far out. Really? Great tackling, like just oh, there was a lot of we could spend a long yeah. time in this game. Views was, was excellent. Oh, um, Jed Views far out. Where did he come from? from? Yeah, it was great. Oh mate, and obviously Guthrie. Was really really ridiculous good. in like just came in and dominated. So there's yeah there's heaps to discuss. Then the Eagles kind of pegged it back and they got this quite close. They led it three quarter time. So this is the thing it wasn't just we talked a lot about Geelong. The Eagles kind of gradually worked their way back into the game, pushed their way back into the game, got it back on their terms in the third quarter. But then came yeah. out in the fourth and and just didn't look like the same team again. They just they look. Like they were tired. They look shot. Yeah, we yeah. spoke about this. They did look yeah, a bit exhausted, didn't they? Yeah. No, yeah. And it was, look, I felt pretty confident that Geelong were going to get up in that last part of it the third. It did feel like it, They yeah. just kept, they looked like they were pushing, they just couldn't get their noses in front of them. But then they came out in that last quarter and it was it was all one-way traffic. And then yeah. once you get your nose in front in finals, especially um, finals where the, there's a winner and a loser, uh, the winner tends to extend that lead a little bit it wasn't I mean 20 points is not a lot but it was more like a 10 point game really for most of the game so that's that game I mean pretty impressive from Geelong Um, and a lot of the big players for West Coast just were not where we expect them which is it's a big poor running poor positioning Uh, I felt that a lot of the time they uh, allowed Geelong to be what they've been this year. Uh, other teams have managed to shut them down. I, I think their positioning was was just really poor. Tackle pressure was terrible too. There were so many players that had very poor numbers. Bring up your, you know, you're obviously on your smartphones. Bring up the the app and have a look at the tackle numbers for West Coast. It's poor, really poor. And particularly a look at their numbers versus what they usually average per week. Yeah. It's poor. Um, uh, their clearances were inconsistent as well. Nat Nui wasn't great on the night, which is fascinating. And that's another whole thing. I mean, we could just keep going like this. is. That, and, that that... Often, and that's the thing. It often happens to players who have come back after a long way off. The first game, they're up and about. Yeah. And well, we spoke se- about this. Yeah, we the second week that, yeah. is always a little bit of lull. Uh, Stanley held his own, um, did very well. And obviously, he just balances the team out. Yeah, he might not be 
the best ruckman in the world, but he just adds balance to that team. It allows Blixarvis to spend much more time in the back half, uh, which then affords them to push Harry Taylor forward if they choose to. Just gives him more flexibility when he's playing, I reckon. Yeah, Gaff pushed pretty hard because obviously, like he missed the flag last year, and yeah. it looked like in the back end of the game he was, you know, definitely like running on fumes to try and push it, but wasn't enough. Um, well, so as well, we will do a full season review. So this is why we're not kind of going into what's next for the Eagles and stuff. We will discuss that at a later date. Um, yeah, good on Geelong, and they face Richmond on Friday night. Then on the Saturday's game, uh, Brisbane Lions versus the Giants in, I would say, probably top two or three games of the year. Uh, probably the better game of the year, really, given what was what was yeah, on the stake, line. Yeah. yeah, I think probably the best game of the year. Um, Brisbane, 82-83. The Giants getting over the line by three points by the little man in the last second. Um, Giants by three points, so 11-14 to 12-11. It's good to see. Wow. Good to see. What do we start with? So we start. Should we start. Well, with first the of all, good. Good to see the little man get all yeah. the accolades, but it Daniel. was really built on the back of two bloody pillars in the back half. Uh, Nick Haynes and um, Phil Davis were absolute rock solid. The amount of football that came into their back half, time and time and time again in that second half, and they yeah. just kept intercepting and kept running it out of defence was yeah. phenomenal. Uh, big game players. I think so. Um, I mean, obviously, let, let's start with the Giants because they won the game. We like to start with the winners. I think, yeah, look, ultimately, what a game. I mean, this this all came together in the end. Uh, I mean, do I want to start with the defence? I mean, mind-blowing defence. Phil Davis. Crazy. Far out. What and a player. He's only got like one or two oh, Australians. Which is it, ridiculous. It, it, fathom, well, you know how much I um, like Phil Davis. I, he, I think he's a superstar. He's an absolute and, superstar. Not and that, he's he's one of the... He's one of, everyone always talks about all the players that Adelaide's lost. He's, he's, he's almost the first one I mentioned. But everyone's like all the players that have... All the exodus out of there. He's the number one intercept He, he is so good. It was like Jake Lever. Uh-uh-uh. Phil Davis is their every day of the week. He is their worst event. He's their sorry, their best defender that's you know worstly affected them. Like he is by far their best defender that's exited that club more recently. Oh yeah, for sure. He's a joke. He is so good. Yeah, and he was he was on show all all game. Yeah, um, from the start, and he's a leader. Williams, Taranto. Oh yeah, their their defense is rock solid. We always I mean people talk about yeah how many. Uh, attacking options the Giants have got, and their defense has been huge. Heath Shaw huge. again was massive when yeah. he needed well, another, to be. Another great player, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. Starting there, and obviously the guy that we uh, talked about a little bit, he set the tone right from the start. Toby Green was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, just a, crazy. Just, just, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Shame he's a bit crazy um, because he literally. Could win a game off his own boot. And if you're tuning in now, rewind 20 minutes and you find out what we think of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, look, amazing effort by the Giants. Um, offensively, they'll look really good as well. And defensively, it's such a beautiful balance, really. I think it's interesting, like, I really feel that Leon Cameron has gone with some tactics that are a little bit against modern football particularly in terms of DeBoer as a tag. And they sometimes even go with multiple tags. Yeah. And that, I think, is is really interesting. And the, He's really going against the mold, and it would be wild if he picked up a flag because then it would, it would completely go against the grain with the way a lot of the top teams are playing because they're not really that dissimilar. No, exactly right. He's, and- he's the odd one out. There. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, he's got a very good eye for for football, and that shouldn't be understated at all. Um, spent some time under a master coach, and was a very good footballer in his own right. The other thing is, it's good to see that this brash, somewhat arrogant group of players have matured and become very unselfish, like super unselfish. Seeing. Someone like uh, Jeremy Cameron played so far up the field to take leading marks and then move the ball quickly because he knows that his little mate Toby Green is mm. in a better option. He's on fire. Well, that's in the that awareness, and that's a, what Brisbane didn't have, which we'll get yeah. into in a minute. Was the yeah. awareness of, of where to hit up and, and just knowing to be able to wait 
until finals to actually play their best football. Yeah. But that's just maturity in the playing group themselves. So it is good to watch. Um, and hopefully they can bring that same type of intensity to, to this weekend. Um, obviously, they're going to be potentially without a couple of very important players. Definitely one's already out. We'll wait to see if the other uh, can get off. But look, I mean, Kelly. Super, super important through the midfield. Yeah. Um, if they get Cogs back, geez, who not knows? playing. I think they've, they've said. Oh Cogs. yeah, he's probably not going to get up for this round. Or oh, um, definitely not no, this round. Definitely, so yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 well, that's only sorry. That's only just happened in the last couple of hours. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, I was aware of that. Sorry, I meant if they get past no, this, no, yeah, this yeah, round yeah. and get into a grand final, anything. Well, like geez, do you, <laughs> this is always the question. Well, that, we'll get to that, yeah, we'll get that next that week. Yeah. I, I, you can't throw. You can't, how can you throw somebody in that hasn't played for that long? It's a mistake. It has to be. I know Cyril, he's such a good player. Cyril Rioli. That's all I have but to say. But Sizzler is so rare. Yeah, I think Cogs is. Is pretty... he a Sizzler? Oh, I love Kenny Leo. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Breed, we'll talk about that if and when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long have... conversation. Because I don't know. I mean, we could... Oh, this... Richmond Giants is where I think it'll go, which we'll get to in a minute. Still interesting. Um, yeah, the Giants. I mean... And then there's Giants. The and then there's Alliance. I mean... At every, every opportunity to not only take this game by the throat, so we watched this together. Actually, win by yeah. a fair margin, and they just there was a lot of yeah. So I guess let's let's tough. let's just pivot. I mean, I think yeah, we can come back and talk more about the Giants in a minute. Zorko, Lions, Rich, uh, Rich was amazing, which we'll get into in a minute. McCluggage, Martin, uh, obviously Hodge was spectacular as well. So there were a lot of great moments from Brisbane. Um, I mean, how did, this, this game has so many facets to it because it was, I think, the best game of the year. But it was like a Tarantino maybe. It, was, it did have chapters. Yeah, yeah chapters. it did definitely have yeah. chapters. I think, um, but in terms of the way they played to kind of get to the bottom line, execution is yeah. what is is the big problem. The the one percenters from the Brisbane players versus the the Giants were just not there a lot of the time. But also in terms of accuracy. So uh, uh, really like, well, let's have a look at this. So Lions, fourth quarter. So this is just fourth quarter stats. So we'll just run through. So inside 50s, Lions, 17, Giants, 6. Scoring shots, Lions, 7, Giants, 3. Clearances, Lions, 16, Giants, 9. Contested possessions, 46, Lions, 34, Giants. Free kicks, 10, Lions, one Giants. So the wind was absolutely pushing Brisbane's way yeah. and unfortunately they couldn't execute. Their, their, yeah, because... Their the, selection going inside 50 was extremely poor. Sorry. Well, it was just... It was that pressure. Chaotic. It, that pressure. They were rushed. You people they were, going, they were going in look quick, rushed though. Same, they were going yeah. quick. Yeah, it's a perceived pressure. When you are not used well, that's exactly to this yeah. furnace of that's finals football, that's you can't only rate. have... you could Hodge could only be in one spot at one time. And unfortunately for the Lions, you couldn't put him in the half-forward line. I reckon that's where they would have won it. If they had Hodge being the person to be that kick into the forward 50... Yeah. Um, that would make a huge difference. But, but then, then they could you're get murdered Pe- over the back. Saying, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. Peter the Papa to Papa to Peter. Yeah, Papa to Peter, 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 Papa. Peter, Papa. Um, and that's the beauty of like, and sorry to go back to the heydays of the, the Hawthorne three, but that that's, <laughs> you had, you had. It brings it up again. <laughs> but this is what happens over time. You you, you build the players like Hodge, Lewis, no. Virtual, oh. and, and you can see the nucleus of this Brisbane Lions. They're going to have that in McCluggage and McStay and, and these guys that can move between the half back and the half forward line, and, yeah. and there's going to be three or four of them, and just move those players. So look, it all comes down to experience, and hopefully they they can take solace from it and move on and be the team that we think they're going to be. Because from the outside, they look like they've got a bloody amazing team that could 
it's just well, we're take, gonna, take football to another level. Let's park Hodge because Hodge is something we're going to talk about at the very end. Oh, we're going to hold do hold. Well, we we have we have three hours of Hodge coming out. <laughs> so this is a five hour episode. Old mate's going to have to get a pillow. Well, he just just he just keep the record going. Yeah. Yeah. As long as, as the batteries, out, yeah. as long as the batteries are charged. <laughs> As soon as, the All lights, good. as soon as the lights fade, we'll fade. start to call it. And that's light. from old mate, my wife, just like flicking the switch <laughs> to make us go to bed. Anyway, um, no. So, great game. Amazing game. Brisbane, so close to getting it done. Just, it honestly came down to those times. And it was it yeah. was almost, it was sad and, and upsetting to watch in a way. Because, oh, I mean, I know, I, I don't want to kind of barrack either way. But I do really like Brisbane. I wanted them to win. And they were so close to getting it done. There were so many moments where it was like, no, what are you doing? Center it. Go through the corridor. What's happening? Like, there were so many moments where little, small it was decisions. It's almost like you wish you could press pause, go onto the field. Hey. Mate, just look that way. Wrong just decision. Kick it, over, kick it over there. No, no. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just yeah. those peripherals are... They're there, but they're, they're just all not works. quite wide enough where they can just go, oh. Stefan Martin was, was owning the ruck because yeah. Mumford looked... Bake to the nines, which is going to be a big concern against Grundy. Grundy's going to who's going to absolutely tear him a brand new one. Yeah, I, I've big got a brand new one. If they had all, yeah, exactly, uh, Jonathan Brown. I think <laughs> if they had everybody in, I would definitely be going the Giants. I think, but given the outs and given what happened, I, I'm, do I'm going to go. Segue, do we segue now? Not just yet. That, no, no. You've got so, a bit more to talk about. But I think right. in terms of the way this final played out, I'm confident that Brisbane will be back next year. Yeah, I'm very confident. I think Barring they, injuries, they they but we've seen how good their medico is at getting niggles and stuff out of the way and back players back quickly, so they should be fine. Well, that's key, man. I mean, as much as I want to keep talking about this game because it was the best game of the year, really, but it uh, was. We will have lots of discussions around it, um, kind of pointing off that in you know, and yeah, season talking, reviews, we do season and, reviews all that and stuff like that. But Brisbane look really good, very um, unlucky not to be here this week, yeah. And but the Giants gutsy stood as tall. it comes, and, and it was a and moment, for me, best game I've seen all year, yeah. And it also was a moment where it felt like it was a little bit of. of semi-redemption from that very heartbreaking um, prelim loss and yeah. then lost to Richmond as well True. so um, let's head into the prelim finals preview so we head into the pre's now the prelims the old pre-pre's uh, Richmond and Geelong in a very small game at the G probably get what 20 30,000 max um, well, this is the type of game that could be played down in Geelong, don't you think? Well, back as Marsh, even just getting over oh, going. Country, country game. Yeah, exactly. Or do we even bother talking about this? It's a pretty small game, you know. It's not much, not much happening. No superstars in these teams. Not really. There's not much, you know, not much on the line. No, let's go straight to the pies and uh, the no. Um Obviously, well, easily the biggest game of the year, without a doubt. Without and, a doubt. And it will be second only to the grand final. At the end of 2019, because of the GF, and, well, yeah, the GF. it's a GF, but really a lot of especially mutual supporters that don't follow either of the, they'd probably hope that this was the grand final. Um, Cats obviously, well, we called it a while, but Cats finished on top of the ladder. And this was your grand final. Mine this was, was mine. Richmond West Coast. This, this Yours was, mine. was Richmond. Yeah, this Geelong. was. This is what I thought would, uh, especially midway through the year, I thought this would be the the two teams. And look, prelim, good enough. That'll do. I don't back for either of them. I just want to see good football. And you love the Tigs, though. I do love the Tigs, but I obviously have got a. You love the Cats. I've got a got a got a strong affiliation with the Cats and seeing a lot of good football against my team, and and them <laughs> and them. So I've got fond memories. All the hearts are breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it comes the to, King of Jong. Until it comes to grand finals. Um, Billy Brownless <laughs> before you. This is going to be fascinating. It's an it's a massive game. So obviously it's going to be ninety. It has to be ninety plus. Oh there. no no no! I I Aaron, my wife looked before at tickets and like you had, like the bleachers were the only ones that came up that were available. So it oh. was like the absolute so ceiling. We're up to ninety five then. Yeah, this will be a ninety five pluser. Mad, and um, and that's what it deserves. And hopefully it pours down with rain at about six. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a clear night, which is not ideal. Hopefully, there's some, some we'll monsoon that we'll comes over. Um, obviously, no, no, obviously, we've already talked about uh, Tom Hawkins is not yeah, going to be him. playing, not playing, which makes 
it interesting for both teams because well, different forward Matt, line. Well, yeah, but how does Richmond would know what they would do okay. with Hawkins? So it becomes hard for them to. Well, match Grimes anyway. would have gone to Hawkins. So I think what probably happens. Well, Rance would have gone to Hawkins, but he's not playing. So yeah. I think Grimes would have gone to Hawkins. So I think ultimately what happens now is, is whatever the replacement is. Well, Grimes. I think Geelong. I think, in my opinion, I think Geelong will probably park Danger forward for a lot of the game. He will be that swing forward. Um, if not semi-permanent forward, I think, throughout this game. But I can't see what other surprises they could be pulling, to be honest. Gaz, for me. Yeah, well, Gaz is going to play full forward, without a doubt. No, so I think Gaz will just play permanent full forward and he'll rotate. He will, yeah, I think so. Sparingly. Yeah, yeah. And they will bring in a tall defender to... Geelong, or... Yep, I think they bring in another tall defender. Um... Wow. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Why do you want another tall defender? We get a hundred smalls. Um, because I'm being I, clumsy oaf. Because the other thing right. is, because the other thing is, I'm, I'm open to gives, that. Gives the flexibility for um, Harry Taylor to go forward if they need him. Need a big target. Can Harry Taylor be that forward target anymore? Yeah. I don't. Or, or Henderson. There's a, who knows? It's uh, I'm not confident it? in either of them, though. I, no, I see where you're going, and I don't. I don't dislike the idea. I'm just throwing things up there. I'm just. I'm <laughs> but I'm not. Everyone. I'm not confident in either of those things happening. I think Danger needs to do. You can't kick goals, which is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. but uh, no, but honestly, it, it, it's but, that's probably what they'll do, and I think Grimes then to. To danger, which would be perfect because they'll take danger out of the game pretty much completely. Or, does, or do they do it as a foil to get Grimes out of the game, knowing that danger? And that's cannot, the thing because they can't. He can't kick goals, but you can't allow him to just keep taking marks all the no. time because he will kick goals eventually. Can Can Selwood back it up? Can he yep. come up with another generational game? Uh, yep. And how many goals will Dusty kick? Well, this is the thing. It's, he is. It's so much more so about good. so much more about that nullification because even if you do, well, Rewalt will kick goals, or Caddy, Lynch. or Caddy will forgetting or about Lynch. Old Man Lynch. or this is the thing. It's so damaging offensively. As good now. as Geelong were in that round twelve game, that was bloody months ago. That's so long ago. Like yeah. This whole thing from Chris Scott oh, playing my games. Like, coming on, mate. It's, not, it's like as 100 years ago, were, middle, of, middle so of the season. Rich, Richmond were at, Richmond, had like three players back then. I was going to say, Richmond are a much better team now than they yeah. were then. I don't oh, care about... Who cares what they were like last year? That's irrelevant. It was 12 months ago. Hmm. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see Geelong playing in a prelim last year. No. No, I didn't think so. So, do. so why say it, Scott? Um, yeah, irrelevant. And Sounds like an indie band. Why say it's got? Let's get that. And we'll sell it to someone. Get a banjo. Bing, 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 bing. Um, I say it's cut. So you're expect. So, I mean, regardless of the weather, because it's Melbourne, anything can happen. Um, how do you see the game unfolding as far how as... Do you, do, like, do you think teams are going to go really defensive or do you think they're, they're going to both go all-out attack, which is more natural for them? Oh, I think Richmond will all-out attack early. Yeah. I, I think Richmond will, will obviously try and you know pinpoint defence, but will go for the clearances early because I think they will put Dangerfield forward early. Okay. And I think as a result of that, they will be diminished in the centre. And as a result, Richmond will try and take advantage of that and capitalise on that. So if Geelong play danger forward, Richmond will go for that all-out offense yep. early. If that doesn't happen, they might lock things down. And I think the players are... After having gone to some of the... I saw the Richmond-West Coast game and I saw the Richmond-Brisbane game. Tactically watching them, the team looked fantastic. They look seasoned. They look experienced. They look very switched on. This team looks very, very good. So I think they would have the confidence and the ability to realize whether or not, or, or realize what they need to do, really. Yep. In terms of if, if danger goes forward, okay, it's that one. Yeah. And they'll look at each other and go, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Or got, if, got, if he's got in got the midfield. Let, let's do that. Bless you. Um, oh, my bless. Significant Cause, bless. Yeah. 
Bless you. It's so weird we still say that. It's like Black yeah. Plague stuff. That's a long time ago. That's it what is. it's from. Cause you, just, I bless you because you're probably going to die. Yeah, tissue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my death. Um, death. Exactly. Well, that's why they said it. That's that's the bring uh, out the, dead. the uh, bring bit, out bit of history. Dead. We bring history for you as well. Yeah, not we, just we can do a Black Plague podcast. No, we couldn't really. I've only got about five minutes of material on. Black oh, we'll just we'll just put on uh, uh, masks. We could do. Oh, here's him. Oh, we can do a bunch of Python too. <laughs> yeah. Bring, um, bring out your dad. Bring out your dad. Um, so, well, I think they're tactically experienced enough to fix it. Either way, um, so damaging offensively. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I just think this is what's going to happen. Uh, that, that's that's for me. But I, I think that they'll figure it out. They, they, they've they, they've learned from the pain of last year. I just don't see them not winning this game. Okay. Which comes to tips. What do we think for the prelims? We've made it. We've nearly got there. What do you think in terms of the first game? Richmond versus the Catters. I reckon Richmond... And an onslaught. <laughs> I, I, I look as much. Do you think as, it's over for the cats? Oh no, it's never over with the cats. There, there's too much experience and pride and some retribution there, and just this backs against the wall to prove all the naysayers, all the naysayers. They they have got a brand of football that I honestly think that can challenge Richmond. Yeah, I just think it's going to be very difficult without. Tom Hawkins there to win a, a kicker winning score. I just yeah. can't see them being able to... Richmond, but then again, I mean, Richmond had an off night this time last year. Yeah. Um, and they weren't able to get over the top of um, Collingwood and a, a, a person from left of centre learned how to play football and did whatever. So who might, who knows? It's, it's, it's that type of game. Oh, my America. But I think if... If we're just going on pure form and all things being equal, I think Richmond probably by 20-odd points. Okay. Yeah. Richmond for me too. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood Giants, fourth versus sixth. Who cares about the ladder now? We are at the prelim. The MCG again, 435. Twilight, bit of a cheeky, bit of cheeky test out yes. what the Twilight looks like. Uh, I think that's very cheeky by the yeah. And it keeps uh, it. I mean, it keeps the keeps the Sydney supporters. They're, they're getting the support for like, oh, that game looked pretty good. It was cool how it looked from night to day because then they can yeah, well, sneak in the twilight grand final. Hundred percent. That's why they've it's done in between that. Between their anyway. lunchtime shardies and their nighttime uh, and their tin foil hats. So there's tinfoil, something yeah. going on here. Yeah, just anyway. like, keep, keeps them. Oh, what are we going to do in the late afternoon? Uh, watching football. Um, yeah, look. It becomes a bit more interesting considering that two superstars are probably not playing for GWS. Um, I'd say I'd say right now we're recording this Wednesday night, the eighteenth yeah, of no September. Field it is no nine sixteen. There is no green is out, and Green is out unless he. You haven't had Green by now. You're not following much. Well, football, going, they're going to appeal. That's on tomorrow night. Forget it. But unlikely. So those Whitfield, two no, no cogs at the MCG 90,000 Collingwood supporters yeah it's going to be like Richmond gonna, the other and, year and yeah. it looks like it's going to be pissing down with rain yeah this is going to be the game that will be hit with rain so we win so Collingwood by look, well Collingwood it's more advantageous for Collingwood if the conditions are like that and there's no not that Whitfield is going to have much of an influence if it's wet anyway because he likes his, his style of play is dry yeah. conditions because he's an outside runner not to take away how good of a player he is, um, Green would play super well in any condition. He gouges in rain well, or dry. Just, yeah, well, he would yeah. just take eyes out anyway or punch it, put your head into the mud or do something. Um, it does, for me, make it much more favourable for Collingwood. I was going with Collingwood regardless and with Grundy being the dominant ruck that he is, uh, Mumford's just teetering away, doing his best. Um, and I think the way that Collingwood's four line moves, Nick Haynes and Leon, uh, Leon Davis, he doesn't play anymore. Leon um, Davis is uh, dead. dead. No, I'm joking. He's not dead. <laughs> he's not. Now Leon is alive. Yeah, yeah superstar. Um, Why are you bring up Neon Leon? No, because I went Leon. Da- I meant Phil Davis. Oh. Uh, those two big gap backs aren't suitable for like, Stevenson. Neon Leon come up with this. He played for Collingwood. It's um, true. No, I know him. Yeah, and Ali, I, they, they can't. They're the two goal kickers for Colin. Leon, Leon, and Ali Davis. 
No, Didac and Dagos. Oh. <laughs> no, no, Elliot. I imagine Dagos on this stage. Oh, I love it. I miss watching, imagine him in a modern football. That'd be amazing. With Gaz up the other Oh, wow, wee. Um, no, sorry. Phil Davis and Nick Hayes aren't the suitable matchups yeah. for um, Stevenson and um, Elliot. So yeah. I think the way Collingwood have all played for the last six weeks, um, especially with Elliot being on fire, the entry into the Ford 50 is going to be suited to him. And yeah, I think they win. Yeah, I think three goals yeah. as well. The Pies? Pies by, I would say Pies by one. I think it's going to be point? very one, one point. One point. It's going to be very tight. Yeah, it would look, it wouldn't surprise me if this is just as close as the Brisbane game. Yeah, I think it's going to be as tight as that that game. Um, yeah, look, I just believe in Collingwood more. I think the Giants have semi-luckily scraped to this point. They've been very, very gallant, but I think this is going to end. And they've had two. They've had to gallant, dig deep. Gallant. Yeah, they've had two. They've had to dig deep both weeks of the finals. That's true. So it's going to be, yeah, pretty. They could be gassed. They've gone. I think tactically, Colin would have them covered. I'm, I just think the coaching group's better as well. I think yeah. rattled by everything that's happened. Up to Brisbane. Oh, my travel. It's a long to way to go. Home. So I'm going to go Pies as well. Yeah. So Tiggs, Pies, Grand Final. That's our predictions. That's uh, what we think. Let us know what you think. If you've we, got any questions. Yeah, we'll answer a couple of them here. So we've got a Russian troll here. Uh, Aaron John Stone, which is extremely sus. Uh, you have been excellent or weak. I came to at work over 53. Awesome. You help me in my football tippany. I cam to at work over 53. Kilner Collingwood. Will you be back in 2020? This guy definitely wasn't one of the trolls that like pushed into Wisconsin and convinced like old white people to vote against Hillary Clinton. Possibly. No, I don't think he was because it wouldn't have been very convincing with all this kind oh, of like back and forth, back and forth, back yeah, and forth. Yeah, I'm not convinced I'm going to be back in 2020. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no questions. No. Uh, take care. Take care. We will see you soon. Enjoy the footy, guys and girls. Enjoy the prelims, the the pre pre's. Usually the see best games of football for the year. Hopefully, should be. Should be. And we will be back for a grand final preview. Preview. Take care. Thanks, wow. guys. We're nearly there. Almost there. Goodbye. Um, thanks, Ed. See ya. Oh, mate.